All right, Friday edition of Stuck in Misery. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, and it's been a few days since Super Bowl Sunday, and I just wanted to share some thoughts that I had regarding what was a great NFL season. And it starts with the news that Tom Brady played most of the 2020 season with some discomfort in his knee. And after his seventh title, Tampa Bay Times reports that he's going to undergo knee surgery. And it's arthroscopic knee surgery. It's just to clean up some discomfort in his knee. But the fact of the matter is, is that Brady turns 44 years old come August. And head coach Bruce Arians described it as, quote, a cleanup at that age, let alone if you are in your prime. There's really no such thing as minor knee surgery. And it's funny, you'll see the headline here in a few days about how Brady underwent successful knee surgery. But the fact of the matter is, after what was an epic boat parade in front of the Tampa Convention Center in Tampa Bay, we're going to come to the sobering reality that we might have witnessed Tom Brady's final Super Bowl of his NFL career, his seventh. And it's not to take away from the feet, but we know how difficult it is to win a Super Bowl, let alone to win back-to-back, which is almost what Kansas City did this season. The last team to win back-to-back Super Bowls, the 2004 New England Patriots, a team Tom Brady quarterback almost two decades ago at this point. And it was already going to be an uphill battle because as the Super Bowl champions, you're going to have a target on your back, let alone all of the free agent players that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers need to figure out whether they're going to sign or not. So who am I talking about here? I'm talking about Leonard Fournette. Rob Gronkowski, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, and then perhaps more importantly on the defensive side of the ball, Shaq Barrett, Nadama Kinsu, and Levante David. And I read a headline today that Shaq Barrett, who led the NFL in sacks in 2019 when he had 19 and a half sacks, has, quote, I feel like it's time for me to break the bank now, end quote. And so, He played under the franchise tag for Tampa in 2020, but at 28 years old, you're going to have to break out the bank if you want to keep his pass rushing services. And really, that was the key to Super Bowl 55 was the Bucs front four with Barrett, JPP, Nadamakansu, and Vita Vea. And so you have to figure out what he's going to be worth long term. He plays under that franchise tag at $15.8 million in the 2020 season. A second franchise tag for Shaq Barrett and the Bucks would cost nearly $19 million for the 2021 season. And so the Bucks are going to have an uphill battle because Tom Brady's going to turn 44. We know how difficult it is to repeat as Super Bowl champions. And really, the question you have to ask yourself is, have we witnessed the final Super Bowl of Tom Brady's historic career? That's not to take away anything he's accomplished, But it's something that we're going to have to figure out. And it's a conversation that people are going to start to have in the coming days. And so it's not surprised this late in the season, a player would need surgery. Remember, the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, underwent toe surgery earlier this week. He was clearly hampered late in the season for the Chiefs and was running for his life behind an offensive line that was beat up, missing their two starting offensive tackles in Super Bowl 55. But This is just how I see this playing out for the Buccaneers because they had everything go their way. And it's not to take away what Tom Brady accomplished, but really the story was how dominant that defense was in the Super Bowl. Limiting the Chiefs offense 
without a touchdown in Super Bowl 55 is, I mean, what, what would the odds have been for that if you were to place a wager on that? You would have been absolutely nuts. And Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl MVP, goes 21 to 29 for only 201 yards, but he did have three touchdowns. It was really the defensive line and the dominance that they had. And it goes back to what I was talking about with Shaq Barrett. When he has eight pressures, a sack on 41 pass rushes, it was a season high for him with those eight pressures in his pursuit of the quarterback. And seven different Buccaneers defenders finished with multiple pressures on Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not sure who you would have given the Super Bowl MVP to on the defensive side of the ball and credit defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. But Shaq Barrett was deserving. Devin White, who had eight tackles and a pick, was deserving. Antoine Whitfield Jr. had four tackles and an interception. He was pretty deserving. Really, it was an all-around defensive effort. And that, to me, is the narrative of Super Bowl 55, something that would have been a little bit different had the Chiefs had a healthy offensive line, something that could have potentially been different had they caught some of the passes and the opportunities that they had. I'm talking about a Tyreek drop pass in the end zone. I'm talking about the pass that Mahomes had where he's nearly parallel with the ground and he hits his receiver right in the helmet. The receiver drops it. I'm talking about a Travis Kelsey drop pass on a third down conversion at one point in the game too. Those plays go differently. Maybe we're talking about a different outcome. I do think that the right team won Super Bowl 55. If you play that game, say, 10 times, I think the Bucs probably win at least seven of them. But it just goes to show you what the outcome could have been different. Everyone was expecting the Chiefs to flip the switch, and it never happened. And that's a credit to the Buccaneers' defense. We're going to see what happens. It's going to be a very eventful offseason and one that I can't wait for. If you doubt what I'm saying at all, look at the odds market for the favorites to win Super Bowl 56. The Chiefs are the favorite at plus 500, followed by Green Bay at plus 1,100. And then both the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are tied for third favorites at plus 1,200. But I just think that if I were to give you, say, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Bucks versus the field. I would take the field in that circumstance because I like what the Bills did reaching the AFC championship game. I like the LA Rams and the trade that they made for Matthew Stafford. I like the three teams in the AFC North when you want to talk the Ravens, the Browns, or the Steelers. I like that San Francisco is going to get a lot of the players that they had back coming off injury from a season ago. I'm curious to see what the Saints do in replacing Drew Brees because they have a pretty loaded roster. I'm curious to see what the Seahawks do. There's some, it looks like Russell Wilson's a little bit disgruntled with how things have been handled there, how he responds in the 2021 season. And so also too, if the Colts sign the right quarterback with Phillip Rivers retirement, that's a very good roster as well. They have to be thinking to themselves, we just saw what the Bucs did in signing Tom Brady this offseason, a quarterback away. Could we be a very similar team in the 2021 season? And if I'm Jim Irsay in that front office and company, I am calling Andrew Luck on the phone asking, do you want to come out of retirement and lead this team to a Super Bowl in the 2021 season and go out victorious in Super Bowl 56 after he's been retired now for a few seasons. Those are calls that I would make. But again, if I gave you, say, the Chiefs, the Packers, and the Bucks versus the field, the rest of the 29 teams in the league, I'm taking the rest of the 29 teams in the league, given that there's still a lot ahead in the offseason.
some dates to look forward to as we're into the offseason now. On February the 23rd, that's when the window to apply franchise and transition tags begins, and that goes through March the 9th. On March 15th, the legal negotiating window begins before a free agency officially begins on March the 17th. And then the NFL draft will be on April the 29th. That will go through May 1st. And remember, there's no NFL combine this year because of the ongoing complications related to the COVID-19 pandemic. So it's going to be hard to evaluate players. And what we have for the draft is going to be very interesting to see how it plays out because you're not going to have the combine process to be able to evaluate players. Now, I would imagine a lot of the players coming out will still have at least some form of a pro day at their respective colleges. But again, the evaluation process is going to be very, very different than it has been in previous seasons. And it makes sense to given, again, the complications related to the COVID-19 pandemic. To sign off here really quickly, here's what I would say is that we might have witnessed Tom Brady's last Super Bowl. And if I had to put money on it, I would say that we have at least his last Super Bowl victory because we know how difficult it is to repeat as Super Bowl champions. And then number two, I like the Chiefs a lot more to make it back to the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and company. They're going to have Eric Bieniemy coming back. He's not going anywhere as a head coach. I like the Chiefs to reload, to get healthy on the offensive line. Le'Veon Bell didn't play. Damian Williams opted out at the start of the season. Their starting guard didn't play. Willie Gay, one of their starting linebackers, didn't play in the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs will get some help back in the 2021 season. I think that they have a better chance to make it back to the Super Bowl before the Buccaneers do. And again, that's all complicated now that Tom Brady had knee surgery. Again, I know it's just, quote unquote, a cleanup. But at that advanced age, father time's going to catch him at some point in time. It hasn't quite yet, but that day is coming sooner rather than later. And if he's going to have to try to repeat as a Super Bowl champion at age 44, if he can't do that, what, he's going to come back for one more year. He's under contract through the 2021 season, but he comes back for a third season with the Buccaneers. He'll be 45 years old at that point in time. Already what he is doing is unprecedented, but we'll see what happens because the Buccaneers were able to keep him upright in Super Bowl 55. He only had four or five pressures from the Chiefs defense, so they did a pretty good job of protecting him, and he didn't need to stay in the pocket for a long time to try to find his receivers deep downfield because the Buccaneers were in control of the game to that point in time. And again, they dominated the Chiefs from a defensive standpoint, which in my opinion, there cannot be enough praise given to the Buccaneers defense for how they performed in Super Bowl 55. And I know Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl MVP award, but what does a defensive player have to do? Because to hold Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs without a touchdown is a tremendous, tremendous accomplishment. Mahomes had never lost a game by double digits in his NFL career. And in the first three quarters, when he was held without a touchdown, that has never happened in a game he started in his NFL career either. So hats off to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense in their victory in Super Bowl 55. If you enjoyed the pod, please rate, review, and subscribe. Any five-star reviews 
on Apple Podcasts, we will read here on the show. Hope to get my guys, James West and Sam Wrenchin, back next week so we can talk more sports. And I'm going to have to get up to speed in college basketball and the NBA. We might talk some hockey at some point in time, too. But also leading up to the NFL draft, that's going to be a very, very exciting offseason. Free agency is right around the corner as well. So make sure you keep it here. Please, again, rate, review, and subscribe to Stuck in Misery wherever you listen to your shows, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Take care. So long, everyone. I'll see you next time. Signing off. This is Mark Bergen. Thank you.